Hello, Gemini friends. This is Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Gemini December 2022 Astrology Horoscope Mini Scope. This is a miniature version compared to my usual recordings I make for you each month for each sign because we were directly in the path of Hurricane Ian, and as of the time of this recording, still do not have our internet back. So I'm trying to make the recordings shorter so that when I find a place to upload, it will be much easier. So, This is for you if Gemini is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other placement of Gemini you are listening for. This is part of your astrological picture. If you're a very late degree Gemini friend, so June 15th or so through the rest of the sign, or 23 degrees for your Gemini placement through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Cancer Report. You very late degree friends will benefit from both the Cancer and the Gemini reading. This month, I am calling the theme for Gemini's Rockin' Rewards Roll In, and I will give you all of the information as to why that is and how you can make the most of that and let you know of some things to be aware of, plus the general climate of the month from the general transit perspective that will definitely affect you. If you want to listen to the podcast-only version of this, you can leave YouTube and go find Annie Botticelli Astro Kisses on Spotify or any other podcast venue. And if you're on the podcast venue and you want visuals, which tend to change every month, then you can find me on YouTube. All right, so the first thing that I want to talk about has to do with the planets moving through Sagittarius. Now, it's a very rare time that we have a massive showing of the energy of Jupiter at the same time, which rules Sagittarius, at the same time as a bunch of Sagittarius placements. And this is of special significance for air signs because fire and air are very complementary, but also especially for Gemini since this is your opposing sign. Now, in general, Sagittarius energies buoy, expand, open up, enliven, bring sizzle, bring possibilities to every area of your life, And because we still have some very strong energy in retrograde, which I'll talk about our retrograde direct profile here pretty soon, but just know that because Mars is in retrograde in your sign still, okay, it's only going to be in your sign, so you are the focus for this retrograde, that things that you did in the past are coming up in a wonderful way and different ways of seeing things that you did before can offer new insights, different ways of approaching opportunities that you had in the past can be used to expand your horizons in magical ways. It's a really magical time, and I'm not just partial to Sagittarius because I am one, but I just understand the energy of Sagittarius very well because I am a walking, as my friend would call me, a walking Jupiterian um, transit, having nine placements in Sagittarius. Okay, so I know this time very well. Now, one of the things that this does is it gives variety and lots of seed planting, which is something that Gemini loves. So it's so full of possibility, of options, of flexibility, of interesting new things opening up for you. And this is, you know, in any area of your life, education, this could be travel, your relationship sector is very, very, very strongly aspected because all of those Sag placements move through your seventh house of relationships. So we can see from the fact that Mars is opposing your seventh house, um, And the fact that these Sagittarius placements are moving through your seventh house, which is the house of partnerships and relationships, that some of the rewards that you're having come in at this time are from your investments in other people, right? So anything that you've invested into other people, your relationships with them, their work, you know, you being able to see the good in someone or see the promise in someone or the potential in someone, 
you might start to really see those rewards rolling in as they are successful and they share their success with you or that they give back to you. So this is a really good time for you to be supportive to other people and have it really feel good. Most of the Gemini people that I know are super helpful. They love to help people. They love to interact with people in ways that are fulfilling for each person involved. And so you might really have a, a, a a lot of opportunity to help other people right now. And you might also have a lot of opportunity for you to be helped. So whether it's money or love or solving problems that you have because you need professionals to guide you through a situation, the odds of finding a professional person to help you with the thing that you have a problem with, whether it's a house project or whether it's you know um, a writing project, which a lot is supercharged for that, by the way, or whether it's an accountant, or whether it's a psychological professional, whatever it, or a tax person, I mean, just any person that is good at something you need help with, you may find out that it's not as expensive as you thought, or it is well worth whatever the investment is, because this time is about investing in not only other people, but what they know, and how what they know can help you. And the rewards can roll in from this in a very major way. Plus, you might wind up seeing through this change in perspective of the Sag energies, things that were right in front of you all along, that by viewing them a little differently, now you've got different things you can work with here, which opens up for more rewards to roll in. Now, couple this with the fact that Jupiter, ruler of Sagittarius, has recently gone direct at the end of November. Here we are in December, just like a little over a week into its forward movement in a fire sign, which is complimentary for your placement, full of opportunities. Now we're really cooking with grease, okay? So you've got just, the expansion is your chart in your chart is just kind of overwhelming. And this time will be overstimulating. I promise that you will barely have a dull moment, especially for the first three weeks when Sagittarius is ruling. You'll see a little bit of a change as we get more into the Mercury retrograde web towards the end of the month and as we move into the Capricorn planets. But those are going to anchor in a lot of the, basically, I kind of see the first three weeks as all of these options revealing themselves, all of these possibilities and you dancing and playing in them. And then as the month goes on, you start to pick of those possibilities, what things are you really going to invest in? What things are you really going to focus on? You know, and what things do you want to go deeper in? And that will continue a stage of solidifying some of the, you know, more random or lighter Um, energies into something more meaningful and worthwhile. Now, Mars in retrograde in your sign is causing you to rethink everything about yourself, how you present yourself to the world, how you use your energy, your productivity, your priorities in life, you know, how you view yourself, how you want to portray yourself to others, whether it's, you know, the things that you wear or whether it's your profession. Everything is in this very long zone of questioning, reevaluating and planting seeds for your future big sort of, you know, launch of whatever it is you're deciding here, which is going to be like February, March, April timeframe. Okay. So with Mars in retrograde, some things can be happening and certainly it's a time for experimentation. So like trying things on in a way that could work out really well, but if it doesn't, it doesn't matter because it's low stakes, as I'd like to call it. Retrogrades really, really are very well supported by low stakes efforts, especially ones that can have high stakes outcomes. Okay. So, you know, trying things on in a way that could be beneficial, but if it doesn't work out, that's okay. 
Mars in retrograde might make some people lazy or make you lazy on certain subjects, but it can also awaken your obsessive nature on other types of projects. So you might notice that some things that were really moving along well in October as Mars started to go more into retrograde that you decide you're not interested in that or they just kind of cool off and other things are opening up for you. With Jupiter waking up, Mars still asleep, and Mercury having a split month here with part of it awake and part of it going to sleep, the best way to handle that is to notice the things that seem to be flowing. Don't force the things that aren't. That's against the Mars retrograde rule. Um, Anything that you try to force in Mars retrograde will likely come boomeranging back at you. So like initiating a, a, a lawsuit against somebody, even if they did you wrong, right? Any kind of hostile act, um whether it's trying to force something to happen or whether it's, you know, taking an action against somebody doesn't tend to work out really well. And obviously there are always going to be exceptions to this. You have to follow your intuition, but in general actions taken that are forced tend to boomerang back and not work out the way that you want them to. But there are going to be things that are opening up that either are just begging, squeaking, screaming for you to have attention on them, or they're just naturally flowing for you. So Geminis are pretty good with this kind of thing. Like if something's not working and something else is working, then taking the path of least resistance can really work out for you well now. There are times in the cosmos to push, 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 but this is not one of them. Now let's talk a bit about Mercury retrograde. First of all, Mercury is going to do its retrograde thing in the sign of Capricorn, which means it's going to be in your eighth house, which is one of those other partnership houses I talked about for you. This is going to make you question some things about your psychological space, your intimate space, your shared financial space, your inheritance or estate topics, you know, your spousal financial connections, your debt, your taxes. So you're, you're embarking, especially in the third week of December, into this mode where those realms are going to be very, very, very much under scrutiny and need some discipline and awareness and focus. And the retrograde is going to bring some things from the past, things that hadn't been dealt with, and things that need to be dealt with. But fortunately, it will also bring with it, starting around the 21st or so of December, the Sagittarius Fiesta is going to start dying down into this serious Capricorn clean up the mess that we made in the past three weeks type of energy, three or four weeks, right? So you'll notice that shift in the month. You know, it's going to be very, very clear that, you know, it's going to be time to clean up after the party, you know, towards the end of the month. Now, that's not to say that the energy around the holiday time isn't good, because it actually is quite lovely. But you'll see, you'll see what I mean. You know, it's just kind of reining things in a bit, which I think will feel pretty good. And Mercury and retrograde in that sign is going to add an extended bit of energy to this area for you. Now, let's talk about how the month is broken up with the retrograde. December 1st through 12th, Mercury is direct and flowing normally. Communication, scheduling, you know, everything having to do with transportation, your mobility, everything is going full speed ahead on the road of happy flow. From around December 12th through the 28th, that's the pre-retrograde shadow period. That's the, I like to liken this energy to starting to slow down to make a U-turn where you have to cross over several lanes and slow down. There's awkwardness. Things start getting, you know, a little incoherent. There's confusion. There's scheduled shifts. Write everything in pencil this month, especially, you know, yeah, well, I mean, just really all month because especially from the 12th on, if you're planning something for that time or in that time planning for other times, your pencil and your eraser is going to be your best friend. 
and anything that you commit to, especially after December 12th and after, I would suggest telling people you may or may not make it because the big thing to watch out for this month with three squares to Jupiter is to not overcommit and to not overdo because the things you overcommit or overdo can come back to haunt you. (laughs) My little rhyme. So you definitely can have a longer term commitment to something that you on a whim were like happy and you're like, yes, yes, I say yes. And then you're like, oh gosh, I don't know about that. And then that gets called into question. So just kind of be aware that you might be feeling good. You might be, you know, say in a yes mode, but the kind of things you say yes to try to tell people, ah, I may change my mind. This is a tentative yes. It's a pencil yes or something. And then you'll feel so much better about it when you change it or when circumstances change and you have to back out of it later. Then once it's December 29th, Mercury is actually retrograde. That's symbolic of being in the median. We're trying to make your U-turn. You're stuck in the median now with traffic flowing in the other direction. You can't get in and you're just kind of stalled out. So it's a good time to clip your nails, not suggesting that you do that in the car, but just, this is, you know, just kind of a little analogy, you know, like get some things done, go back over things that need dealing with right in front of you, because it's going to be a while before you can get into the the flow of the traffic. And that's not going to happen until Mercury goes direct. So December 29th or January 19th, you kind of stalled out inwards and backwards and you're waiting until January 19th. And from then till February 6th, that's you trying to get out into traffic and go get up to speed with traffic. And Mercury, you know, gets all that back to speed by the 6th of February. And that opens our great launch period that's free from personal planet retrogrades. And, you know, February, March into April is just this huge open window for all the things you're toying with and experimenting with and, you know, doing in the backdrop and thinking about, um, dreaming about all of those things you're doing now can have like a really great burst at that time. In that last time of the month, like from the 22nd on, we do also have some really nice aspects that have to do with material gains and sudden success and sudden rewards coming in. So we've got the energy this month of a nice aspect with Saturn, which is in fellow air sign, also making a beautiful aspect with Mars in fellow air sign, or which is your sign. So that's telling the story of long-term rewards and gains or things you've been working on a while, gelling. And then there's the planet Uranus aspects that are beautiful aspects that can bring in things, rewards suddenly. Okay, so everyone will get the beautiful Saturn, well, all of these aspects, everybody will get all the goodies. But if you are within that 18 degree zone, 18 to 19 degree zone, so we'll say 13 degrees through 23 degrees, So that's like June 3rd through 13th, the closer to around June 8th or so, the more you get a very big kiss from the Saturn-Mars trine. In the days around December 7th, we've got the full moon in your sign. So this is always a big time. Fullness, completion, fruition, coming to anything related to Gemini, speaking, teaching, learning, you know, writing, driving, transportation, mobility, information, certain relatives. Um, And it's in your first house of yourself and your physical body. So something needing attention there or something in some cases could be like recognition, people noticing or acknowledging you in a way that feels good. So it can go either way, you know how full moons are. Now also the closer to 
16 degrees, the more of an intense um, connection you'll have with that. So we'll say 11 degrees through 21 degrees, the closer to 16 degrees. So that's like June 1st through June 11th and the closer to around 6, um, June 6th. Now, if you're not in that zone where those two you know, big things are happening, don't feel left out. The goodies are available for everybody and can be there for you. If you want some more dates, my top fave dates of the month, my top extra careful and awareful dates and such, you can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter and get my written monthly astrology report one month early with all of the goodies, lots of information about the month current and ahead and all other things to help you make the most of the present and upcoming transits. If you want to learn astrology, go to AnnieBAstrology.com. Annie, the letter B, astrology.com. You can also see all these links in the notes underneath the podcast or video. At AnnieBAstrology.com, you can see my books. You can see my exclusive content portal, which has more content. You can see my courses um, all on astrology, including my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. If you want to be an astrologer and earn money from it, that is my area of expertise. I can help you. You can see it there, or you can go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. I also have free courses there. So I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month. Bye!